Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Brandon Mahoney. He's the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a national venture firm where he is the expert in creating sales departments. He is known as Dr. Startup. I have Dr. Bob Choate. He has eight years military experience, has worked in the LAPD, and is now the founder of Integrated Mind Institute. He is also going back to school for another PhD, this time in physics. And I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker, running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development. The question today, how do you help your team understand how their work fits into the bigger picture without overwhelming them with the details? The challenge of this is most companies are motivated or work towards a target, a goal, an annual productivity figure of some sort. Provided you have a sharing mechanism to make everybody aware of what that is and then where you are towards it, everybody can feel engaged with the company's challenges for the year. It's a very simplistic way to look at it. If the target is 50 million, what have we got so far this month? What do we need? So people are engaged to understand the productivity of the company. Taking it to the next stage is where you incentivize people for it. So they don't need to understand the details of what's going on. They just need to know where are we and how are we doing as a business towards achieving our annual goals? I think anytime I try to help my teams understand what their individual missions are and why, it always relates back to what are the company goals? And if the company goals are clearly defined, it's so much easier for them to understand, okay, this is how my role plays a part in us achieving that. I think it always starts with understanding the overall company's vision and mission. So once they understand that, they can learn how they fit with that vision and mission. And and I would even in add in storytelling to the mix that gets down into in, in, into the subconscious mind in a sense. With Brandon, he does startups and startups you really have to engage in that way so people can understand. Doc Robin, as you know, I'm with two other guys and, and we're launching a decision-making app. So we're all trying to see how we all fit with this overall vision and mission in terms of what, what, what we're doing. Then we have an exit strategy in about two to three months in terms of selling it. So I have to like shift my own personal vision and mission to, to this. I feel like in a startup, when there's a few people, three people, 10 people, it's pretty easy to see, oh, this is how I work. But I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because I've worked corporate jobs where I had no idea how what I did had any relevance to anything whatsoever. I just came into work did my little thing and then left and played some volleyball. Nobody ever told me what was actually going on. Is that okay in big organizations that you just have employees that are just doing a job? No, you know something, Robin, it's very common in, in my work, which is going into particularly property developers, which tend to be very large organizations. Their focus is normally on the two departments, the devils and the divas of sales and marketing. And they'll invest money on the marketing and they'll spend money on training and kind of ignore the rest. Which is, is crazy because once you get the rest of your team, your company engaged to understand what the mission of the company is and what is the target, what tends to happen is this. You increase the engagement of the individuals. That in turn will increase the productivity of the individuals. That in turn will increase the efficiency of the company. It will increase the retention ratios and reduce turnover. It all impacts the bottom line. So the front line of sales and marketing is great. 
but that's only two departments. There's generally at least three or four other departments behind those that are equally as significant and should be treated that way. Hmm. So within most sales organizations, there hits a point where there's a clear definition between who your A players are, your B players, and your C players. Your A players are the ones who are absolutely crushing it, and they're the ones who are getting all the accolades, they're getting all the attention. Your C players are the ones that are struggling, so they're getting the rest of the attention as they're being trained, and they're trying to get them to become B players. Whereas your B players are the ones who are consistent, but they're not so good that they're getting all the accolades, but they're not so bad, they're not getting attention. And so those are the ones that you primarily rely on when it comes to hitting quota. Your A players might be the ones that come in clutch at the end of the quarter to bring in that large deal. But without those B players, you could completely miss. And because you're not giving them that attention, they feel like they don't matter. And after a while, they just decide to leave because they don't see a point in, in being there. And it's a mistake I see a lot of sales organizations make is they, they don't know how to split their time to give the right attention to those individuals so that they understand the value that they bring and why they're there. Yeah. One thing that I had with my advertising and marketing from back in the 90s, I always institute a sense of learning and, and instilling knowledge. I had regular training through all levels. Take somebody who, who's not doing as well to learn from what this other person's doing, but also learning from, from what, what I've done, but not exactly be myself. Because I want to find out what are the qualities that this person has that can help my business because once i identify that then my business is going to take off i don't want to duplicate it myself but i do want to teach them certain foundational skills i want to find the best fit again it's going to help the organization as a whole and it's going to help that individual even 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 more so so what's the right amount of detail to give someone let's say someone like me when i was working basically frontline in a bank how much detail did i need to know about the bank's mission and how much money they wanted to make or whatever they had. I don't know what they had going on, whatever they had going on. How much detail do I need to know as an employee, a frontline or maybe a couple of layers up to feel like I fit into the mission? I think you need to understand the impact that you will have if you do a bad job. So I talk about the circle of a sale and the company, most companies at the end of the day have got a product they, they want people to buy. So whoever is engaging with a client, whether they're answering the phone, opening a door or whatever, they're impacting the potential outcome of that client's interest in the product. Mm -hmm. So every single person that it works within a company contributes towards that overall goal. If you take Formula One motor racing is a great example. There's one driver. That driver gets all the all the plaudits, all the trophies, all the money. There's 250 people behind that driver. If one of those 250 people don't do their job correctly, that driver is not going to win anything. So it's understanding the impact of what happens if you don't do a good job and also appreciating the benefit of what happens when you do do a good job. I, I think it's in terms of letting the, that individual know what they need to know to, to feel important and feel special and feel like their job is important. I take it from the team perspective where I let the team know as a group, this is what our goal is and this is why we're going to accomplish it and, and the benefits of it. And then I love taking that individualistic approach where I work with each of the individual members to explain to them how much they need to know might not be as much as the next person. But if that next person wants to know the detail, like really, what is my reason here? What is my goal? What am I contributing to? I'll have that conversation. I'll go into detail with them if that's what they feel they need. But the person next to them might just say, oh, you need me to sell, sell like things? Yeah, cool. I'll do that.
I love that you brought that up, that it depends on the person and how much they want to know. And I, I'm trying to think back, you know, when I was working in my 20s and early 30s, when I was working in a corporate environment, would I have cared? Would it made a difference? I'm a good worker. I do my job. But it made a difference for me to know this is how it matters and this is why it matters. I think I would have been more engaged than I was, but I don't know if I would have worked better just because I did a good job just because that's my nature. I like to start I off think- explaining like this is why I hired you Mm. everyone else I met with I hired you because I saw this and you you brought this to the table and that's the value that you bring here and then I that's where I start the conversation then I like to bring it from there because in large organizations it's hard to feel like you are anything more than just a number and so if you can bring that that personalized touch of you're not just a number I think that helps in the large large organization that's where communication is key so you don't just feel like a number. And I think, Robin, to go to your point, if you know more about it and you're engaged, you will do a better job. Whether you think you will, you, won't, you actually will, because you're engaged, which means you care. On, with small teams, it's quite easy to get that message across. You can do it in a daily meeting. When you're talking about large organizations, it's very difficult. And that's where the culture of the organization is essential. The leadership have to value every single person and they have to show that they value every single person. I, I worked in one company. It was a very clever setup. Everybody from the CEO to the T-boy got paid the same salary. The difference in, in the income was depending on your level, you got a different amount of commission on the sales of the company. Mm. It worked really well. So everybody was engaged in the same paycheck. Everybody understood the more productivity, the more we sold, the more money everybody got, and everybody worked towards it. It was a very effective organization. When I when I first went went into the Marine Corps in, in a boot camp, through the process, I learned how I fit within each squad in a platoon. Once I graduated from boot camp, every one of us, we were already instilled what it meant to be part of this and and instilled that we were all leaders as well. All right, military is really good about this is your role within this group. I don't think organizations are as good at that. So thank you for having this conversation with me. That is our 10 minutes. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.